You are listening to We Woke Up Like This. I'm Reverend Joya. And I'm Reverend Celia. And we We are loyal to loving and supporting soul awakening in every human being. On this episode of We Woke Up Like This, we discuss the second half of Lesson 5 in the Way of Mastery, The Keys to the Kingdom. And this is the topic of humility. We read from the book and take a really deep dive into what humility means. Enjoy the show. The importance of humility. The way of the heart then cultivates a maturity of desire, intention, allowance, and surrender. I'm underlining that real quick. And no single characteristic of Sorry, my brain is preoccupied. Let me get back to presence. I was thinking about something else. (laughs) The way of the heart then cultivates a maturity of desire, intention, allowance, surrender. And no single characteristic is of greater importance than this. And we've already mentioned it. It's called humility. Not the feigned humility that is taught in certain religions, but a genuine humility. For humility doesn't mean that you stand in front of a group of people who stand and give you a standing ovation and you say, oh gosh, you don't have to do that. You know, it's not important so that you can look upon your, so you can look like you're humble when inwardly you're saying, oh God, this feels so good. Clap louder, clap longer, but I won't tell you that. Know you that kind of humility? Isn't it the kind of humility you were taught in your schools? Don't stand there and beat upon the chest and say, yes, thank you. You know, I think I'm doing this really well now. You are not taught that that's okay. Genuine humility flows from the deep-seated recognition that you cannot save yourself, that you are created and not creator, that you are effect and not cause in an absolute sense, that something called life is not yours, and there is something beyond your capacity of containment and intellectual understanding. And if that something ever decided to give up loving you, you would cease to be. That no matter how deep you go into the depth of God, no matter how deep you achieve an awareness and consciousness of union with God, that what God is, is forever beyond your growing capacity to understand God. It's like an ocean of infinite depth. And when you realize that strive as you might, you'll never wrap yourself, your little self, around that source. You will rest into humility, genuine humility. And why is this important? Because, and mark these words well, as you progress along the path of the way of the heart, as you dissolve and loosen the shackles upon the mind, as the interior conflicts are healed and settled, As you begin to accept the abundance that the Father would bestow upon you in all levels of life and all levels of feeling and perception, as you begin to to taste the grandeur and the greatness that would flow through you, you will discover that the enemies become more subtle. Every child views at some stage its parents as being its enemies, doesn't it? What do you mean I can't have the car tonight? Why do I have to be home by 10? The parent becomes the enemy, and that's very immature and basic and naive level. As you move more and more into mastery, you will be sorely tempted to believe that you're done. 
You'll be sorely tempted to believe, I can do this. Hmm. The prayers I used to do when I began, the simple exercises of awareness I used when I started my path, I don't need them anymore. I've mastered that. Anytime you hear a voice within yourself saying, I'm done, you may rest assured you're not, and you stand in danger of losing what you've gained. I've had that egoic experience. Mm, me too. For sure. Humility is the recognition that the more you move into mastery, the more there is the more there is the desire for discipline and vigilance. Discipline does not mean doing something hard that you don't like to do. Discipline is like the skill of an artist that cultivates and refines the skill simply out of a deep desire and delight to create more beautifully. That's all. To discipline a muscle is done by the by an athlete so that the muscle works even more beautifully than it did the day before, out of the sheer delight to extend greater beauty into the world. I love this redefining of discipline. Yeah, me too. Well, it just changes the energetic flow of it. It completely does. And it's not about not doing something you want to do. It's about doing what you really want to do. Yeah. And yeah. the way you really want to do it. Even though it's hard. Even though it is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Therefore, the discipline of the mind that is required is to recognize that while the body lasts and indeed while you remain in existence, the, the creations of consciousness that are unlike love have created a whole lot of vibratory patterns that would just love to pull you down. It is the recognition that there is that there can be a delight in consciously repeating the decision to teach only love and to ser- and to s- <laughs> bleh, bleh. It is the recognition that there can be a delight in consciously repeating the decision to teach only love and to selectively choose only those vibrational patterns in your consciousness to be allowed into your consciousness that reflect the truth and the beauty and the wholeness of who you are. Judgment cannot reflect such light. Anger and hatred do not do it. Fear and paranoia fear of rejection, fear of the opinions of others, such such vibrations can never reflect the regalness, the greatness, the grandeur of your being. Therefore, understand well that humility is absolutely essential. For paradoxically, as greatness is expressed through you, the temptation still is to allow egoic energies to make a home in your mind. And the ego's voice will say, boy, are you really quite a master, you know? You really deserve all this adulteration. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Adulation. Why would you keep 10%? Why don't you keep 10% for yourself? Wow. Slippery, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Very slippery. Slippery energy. I don't like that. A master accepts the love offered, the gratitude offered by those whom his or her teachings have touched and gives it all to God, recognizing that of themselves, these things could not have been done. Yes, yes, yes. I learned to, to be tempted. And when those would come to me who were sick, found healing in my presence, it was very tempting to want to say, yes, look what I've done. I've really earned this. I've spent 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. 
I've been to India and Tibet. I've been to England. I've studied with all the masters of Egypt. Yes, I really deserve to be seen as a healer and a teacher. Ooh, wee. <laughs> but I learned through humility to remember the simplicity of that. Of myself, I can do nothing. I cultivated within myself the art of always being a student of love and not a professor of love who thinks he's done just because he has a lot of letters after his name. Boom. Be a student. Student. Not a professor. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you see that as you progress and as you allow more of the abundance of God's love to flow through you, you see you begin to stand up out of the crowd and you begin to attract those that want the light. And as that occurs, you must practice discipline and vigilance by remembering humility always until you are remembering it with the breath, with every breath. And why? If you are living in this world and feel that no one looks up to you, no one takes you as an authority, there is only one reason. You have resisted the truth of your being. And through denial, you have pushed God's light away out of fear, deep-seated fear, that you might appear to be different than everybody else. And the world will teach you to be a doormat so that you fit in and don't ruffle anybody's feathers. But as you become empowered, no way you'll know that it's occurring is that some people won't like you. You'll push their buttons just by walking into the room. For darkness abhors light. It's that simple. Well, there you go. Mm. Humility is absolutely essential. Through the doorway of humility, the light of power can be turned on through you in every in an ever greater voltage. And if that voltage doesn't seem to be flowing through your life, look well to see if you are remembering humility and giving yourself to it. So wow. you give yourself humility. Whoa. Yeah, because it's the acknowledgement that it's not you. Yes, it's I understand, but it's the way that sentence is structured. Yeah. Giving yourself to humility. Mm. Remembering humility and giving yourself to that humility. That's beautiful. It's an offering. It's an offering. Yes. Yes. So, so beautiful. And it keeps that ego in check. It does. That's what keeps the ego in check by... Yeah, by wow. by getting rid of. So this is interesting because I want to have a little conversation around this right now. Okay, let's have a little pause on conversation here. Because I do experience, um, and I want to talk. I want I want your take on this, and I'm curious if other people have this experience too, who work in healing professions or who have really tapped into the higher energy of their gifts. Oh, I like that we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. And you, you probably already know where I'm going with this. I don't know if you're going where I think you're going, but I'm open to hearing it. Okay. So having the experience of people, um, when you are being in that light and you are being a channel for the divine, and then you have people who are coming and acknowledging you for that, mm-hmm. that there's, I've experienced in my body, um, Rather than experiencing the humility of of that it's God through me, because I do feel like it's not me, it's the divine work flowing through me, I have an embarrassment about it. Mm 
Like it's still tied to that Heidi, my Heidi. Oh, you're judging yourself as well. Not wanting to be seen. Yeah. It's that whole, I don't want to be seen for this. And so it is kind of a judgment, but it's very subtle. And it's it's a feeling of, um, so I want to talk about that difference between humility Mm -hmm. versus, I guess maybe it would be a false humility or an embarrassment of that. Like, no, I don't want you to see that. Acknowledge me. It's not of the light. So I want to talk about that because this is an energy that I find kicking up in my own energy field. Yeah. As of late. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the truth of like where that has happened. And then I sit in that energy and I'm like, oh no, it's, it's not me. It's God flowing through me. Yeah. Or source flowing through me. But then at the same time, it's also tied instead of being like authentically like, um, in the humility of that, it's like almost like an apologetic embarrassment that I'm at that space where I'm allowing that to happen. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, there was something that does make sense to me, and I appreciate you sharing it because there was a space back here a little earlier where it talked about the regalness. Yes, yes. So it is um, how I'm experiencing what you're saying, how I hear what you're saying is that you're bringing present um, it's a quality of unworthiness that's attached to, this is how I'm hearing it. And I could be totally off Mm-mm. base, but, Mm-mm. and just maybe for your consideration, just look at any place inside of you that has any residue. That's a, it's a residue, mm-hmm. a little stickiness there that would have you be less than. <laughs> in any way. Yes. It's very much tied to, um, oh, wow. I could feel that. Yeah. It's very much tied to the energy of always being told, who do you think you are? Stop showing off. Mm. Yeah. So like, where, where's that balance of healing? Like that's an ego. Oh yeah. I, I hear you. So you know what I mean? I do because yeah. you know, I, um, I, one time I was a cheerleader. I can relate to this and it's just like, I, I have the body I have, right. <laughs> and my body moves the way my body moves, but it was always, can you bring your, like be smaller so that you can mm. fit within the realm of the line of like, of the, what the girls were doing and how they were doing it. And, my hair couldn't be too big because I had the biggest hair on the line. Perfect for Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Only I was in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Right. So mm. I, I hear you. And of constantly being hammered down to be less. I need to shrink myself. I, need I have to shrink, to shrink myself. myself. And then I'm hiding. And then it becomes a pattern of hiding. And I, and I had, I have looked at my life. I've been looking a lot at it in, in, um, the becoming of who I am Mm. and being able to speak to this is very empowering just to be able to have this conversation. Yeah. Because I, I suspect that we're not the only people who feel this way. I'm sure that we're not. So then that's like when you're acknowledged for your grandness now, Mm -hmm. right now it's the opposite of, and that was Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, I just didn't, I love your grandness. Now it's like, I love your energy. Right. And, and that's beautiful because it's the energy of the Christ within that's actually being, transmitted through you. Ooh, I could feel it in my own body that mm-hmm. that's a, an edge of growth for me to work yeah. in. And it feels really good to recognize that and to know that that's there. Yeah. And I experience it in my, my experience of you when we're out with people and it's, it's wonderful. What do you mean? Um, I, your regalness, my regalness. I experience your regalness out in the world. Yes. I experience your regalness out in the world. Exactly. How fascinating. It's because it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's here. 
And that's wow. okay. It's okay to have it and to be it. And I mean, that's that's our path. The, the wow. way is the way. Beautiful. Yes. Well, thank you for um, for seeing that and acknowledging that in me because I see that in you also. Mm, thank you. Wow. There's a piece too around like being called healer. I want to talk about that. Okay. Right? Like I had a session with a young woman not so long ago and she called me that. Mm-hmm. And before that, somebody else called me like a therapist and I'm neither one of those things. However, the interpretation of the work that comes through is that. And so how do you deal with that when, how do you deal with it? Okay. So that's really interesting. I have, I had, this is a new experience for ah, me because yeah. I've always had the design hat on, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so this mm-hmm. is literally expression mm-hmm. and it's my first gift. This is part of what makes me a great designer is that I know how to be with people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and tap what's inside of them to bring it into the world. Yeah. I'm the conduit for that. That's exactly. And it's the same kind of concept. It is. However, we have interior designer on it because it has a specific, a spe- specificity. specificity. Yeah. Thank you to it. And this is different. Yeah. This has the. I never call myself a healer, first of all. So yeah. I, I even don't say, like when people say, what do you do? I never say I'm a sound healer. Never. I always say that I'm a sound holer. I've replaced oh. it. And so I say that I've, um, I, if you're willing, if you are the person receiving is willing, then I am able by clearing myself and emptying myself, I am able to activate their inner healer yeah. to be able to receive what they need, mm-hmm. what their body needs for healing. They're doing it. You can't heal anybody. No, I know. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's like, I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I can't put that on. It doesn't mm-hmm. even feel good to like no. put it on, but I like that we're having a conversation. I do too. It's, and I, I put that power back in their hands and I'd say, you've activated your own inner healer. Yeah. Just like if you cut yourself, your skin goes to work to repair itself. It sure does. That happens within you as well. And so it's really it's just that invitation to activate everybody's own inner healer. Hmm. Yeah. Which like you think about the placebo and and nocebo effect, right? That Mm -hmm. it's like if somebody doesn't believe something's going to help them, Mm -hmm. it won't. If somebody believes something that's going to help them, it will. It's really that simple. Yeah. It's fascinating to me. I think that's why I like the word alchemist because we all have the ability to go within and ask ourselves those sets of questions to get to what's true. And that's how I started this journey is like, how am I going to feel better? <laughs> What's right? it going to take? What is it going to take for me to feel better? Yeah, same. And that's actually my why. Yeah, my why was, yeah, same thing. What's it going to take to feel better? How can I feel better? How, how can, can I stop hating myself? Was yes. mine. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mine was how can I stop hurting? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then all the other stuff showed up. So it was beautiful. Thank Gosh. you. Thank you so much for shedding light on that. Yeah. I wanted to bring that forward because I could feel that triggering in my body, that feeling and that response of that energetic memory. And that's all it is, right? Like just, and it requires recognition. We have to know where we hurt so that we know where we can heal. So now I'm really excited to be able to work with that energy Mm. and work to release that from my body or put it to work in a new way. Or exactly. So that's the, that's the key right there. That's the alchemy. That is the alchemy is like all these places inside that where I have hurt are actually all of my gifts. A hundred percent true. It is so fascinating. Yes. That is a hundred percent true. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, Ooh, juicy juicy. conversation. (laughs) All right. For the light of God can only shine through you 
to the degree that you are willing to take responsibility for it. Right? <laughs> I guess I didn't need to have the conversation. I Apparently you did. We could have just read the next paragraph. Well, maybe somebody needed to hear that. I think so, because yeah, it's very out common. there. Let me read that again. Oh for the God. light of God can only shine through you to the degree that you are willing to take responsibility for it, which involves giving the fruits of it back to its source and not claiming it as your own. And when you claim nothing for yourself, all things can flow through you. And the Holy Spirit can gather millions of beings to come to you in many planes because it knows you will not distort the love of God by usurping God's position and putting yourself upon the throne. There you go. The fruits of the Spirit is how I hear that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That is so beautiful. Humility is the chief characteristic to cultivate. Therefore, when you pray, indeed, ask for greatness. Let the Father know that you are ready for the fullness of Christ to be incarnate and simply hold the promise within you that you will always remember that you are not the doer and the maker. You are merely the one who has come to recognize that only the love of God can fulfill you as a soul. Only the fulfillment of your purpose to be a channel for love can bring you the success that you truly seek. There you go. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> when you pray, ask for greatness. Yes. Wow. When you are fully committed to that, rather than being committed to wondering about other people's opinions, then that power can begin to move through you. Okay, so I think that's it right there is for me. Well, is that's that approval, fear right? Of a, the fear of approval. So yeah. even, that's fascinating. Oh, I love this. This is so juicy Whoa. right now. I'm, I'm sweating. Holy cow. <laughs> so not only is it the fear of disapproval of other people's opinions, it's there's a fear of approval, approval. of yes. other people's Whoa. I know me too. I have goosebumps all over my body. I hear you. And you know what? I have to say, this is showing up for me in a big way in my relationships. I can see like a few relationships, this very subject matter here. Joy is giving herself a self hug. I am giving myself a self hug because you know what it is in that, in Mm -hmm. that feeling of the approval in the pushing away you know what it is? It's the denial the self because I it's know. the denial it of is. really wanting the approval of other people. When yeah. in reality, we don't need to have, we don't need to strive no. for either of those things. <gasps> we don't need to worry about the Any disapproval or the approval. Just go be you. Because you be source. Exactly. You be source. Oh my gosh. I know. I can feel it. I hope that, I hope our listeners are getting this too. <sighs> They'll get it if it's for them. They will get it. This is a huge recognition right now. I know. I'm feeling it. I'm I'm witnessing it. (sighs) So that's what that is, is when I get that that approval from other people that I push it away because secretly I want that approval from other people, but I deny wanting that approval from other people because I shouldn't want that approval from other people. And there's a whole story around that. Right. When in reality, I neither want, need... I'm not I good need enough. Nothing. I'm not pretty enough. I'm, I'm not smart worthy. enough. I'm too much. I'm too much. I'm too I'm loud. Too big. I'm too big. Two to two to two to. I'm too much of a show off. Or I have a I big attitude. I have too much energy. Uh-huh. And then looking at also, too, what I see, because there have been some friends who I've gotten to release um, 
who they're not in resonance. And so while it hurts to let them go from my physical experience, they're still in my heart. I still love them. I just am not choosing to put my energy. Cause they're also not in, it's, it's when we move to source. Yes. It's a different, it's a different kind of situation. So, I mean, God would have it that I would be in the world practicing. So says these bylaws, right? Mm. The beauty, the, the beauty that flows through me because that beauty is of the Christ and it's got nothing necessarily to do with me and my packaging and everything to do <laughs> with being a divine space holder in this thing called earth as we're spinning around on a rock in this solar system. And we all can be this way. I'm just imagining, imagine walking around and you just can see everybody as a light. I do. I do too. When people, even when people are cranked up, yeah, you know, and yeah. just like being in their whatever. But I mean, when everybody walks around like that, not just mm-hmm. people who are doing it, but like if everybody walked around and you see the beacon of light, oh that God, is, we would be so in love. Can you imagine? Yes. Everywhere you go, just like, Hi, hi, light. How do you shine your light? What kind of lighthouse are you? Mm. Oh, my heart. <sighs> I'm blown and that away. That right there is healing separation on the entire planet because it's all the same thing. We're all the same thing. I have been committed to wondering about other people's opinions. Yeah, and I'm going to I'm going to uncommit to that right I'm now. I'm choosing to allow that to be. I'm breaking that commitment. Yeah. I didn't even realize I was committed to that. Mm. I'm uncommitted to that now. Beautiful. And so it is. And so it is. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like this big nakedness. Yeah, naked joy. Naked joy. What? (laughs) Here we are. Wow. Pop, pop, pop. When you are willing to let go of the world, heaven will come to replace it. Mm -hmm. When you're willing to let go of your need for egoic grandness, true grandeur will begin to pour forth through you. There is a paradox within spirit. Learn to discern. Yeah. Become a master of it and never neglect the need for discipline based on the foundation of humility. You see, this is what has caused you to fear the energy of desire. Because in the past, and that can go back a long way, you have decided to find out what it would be like to let all of that power be claimed as your own to be used to serve the voice of the ego. And that is what you're afraid of. But if you cultivate these stages and found them in humility, you will never need to fear the misuse of desire. Therefore, in your prayers, as often as you can remember to do so, remember that what you decree is. So speak clearly within yourself. Source, creator, God, goddess, all that is. Abba, I'm ready to be what you created me to be. Source, creator, God, goddess, all that is, Abba, I'm ready to be what you've created me to be. I choose to remember that I am effect and not cause. I choose to remember that I am effect, not cause. Thy will be done knowing that your will is my full happiness. Thy will be done, knowing that your will is my full happiness. Reveal then the path 
through which that happiness can be known. For my way has never worked, but your way always does. Reveal then that path through which that happiness can be known. For my way has never worked, but your way always does. I'm ha- I'm feeling that so much right now. I'm all emotional. Me too. <laughs> it's okay. I just say, let it go. Let it flow. And it's necessary. Yeah. And, you know, this is the vulnerability, you know. This work requires deep connection. It's tears of reverence and joy. Yeah. And like to feel that your will is full happiness. Yes. And that to reveal and trust that that true happiness can be revealed to be true known. happiness. And it's not going to be what my ego thinks. And is it's the not way. outside of me. No, it's not. It's in me. That's right. Who? So beautiful. Then in each day, remember the energy of appreciation. (laughs) Gratitude. It is well and good to appreciate one another. Yes. But in the privacy of your own meditation and prayer, appreciate how the power of that source of love I've called Abba or God is living and moving and breathing to bring the people, the books, the teachers, the experiences that are gently unraveling the cocoon of ego around you. Oh, man. I definitely prefer a gentle gentle unraveling as opposed to abrupt cracking. Oh, my gosh. The cracking is terrible. And sometimes necessary. Like, I mean, I couldn't be who I am without that crack. I I just had a lot of the cracks. Yeah. Yeah. And and I do prefer, um, well, and I know it can be done because I've done it the sweet, gentle way in which to heal something that's very painful. Yeah. And awakening to your truth and the beauty and the majesty and the grandeur and the greatness that life itself is that wants to breathe through you as magically and powerfully as it breathes through a thunderstorm or a leaf on a tree or the radiance in a newborn baby's eyes. That life is what you are. That life is the presence of God's love, the depth of the ocean welling up into the waves of creation. Let, therefore, that life alone be your guide in all things and rest in appreciation before the infinite mystery that life is and say yes to it. Say yes to life. For you are willing to allow the fullness of it wash through you and carry you into an ever-deepening understanding and comprehension of all that God is. And indeed, if you would well receive it, resting in the awareness of divine humility is the sweetness of experiences that you can ever know. Many of you look upon me going, oh, where Jeshua abides. Would I ever love to be there? Think a thought and you're with someone. Think a thought and you're in that universe. You never have to blink an eye because you don't have one. (laughs) (laughs) My not 
Nafsha doesn't either. It never sleeps. No, it's always just it's, there. It's just there. It's here. It's and it just watches there. us sleep. Yep, it's sometimes. always just like, like Yeah, oh, she's down for the count again. Let's, let's go into her dreams. Give her some downloads. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, she's so peaceful. I love watching someone sleep. Yeah, isn't it beautiful? Yeah. Mm, me too. I tell you this, where I abide is in a vibrational frequency with many, many other beings whose consciousness never waves, wavers for an instant from the deep appreciation and humility before the mastery, the mystery of all that God is. The great delight of knowing that we live, yet not us, but our creator lives as us. Wait, I got to read that over Ooh. again. I did stumble through it. Whew. I tell you this, where I abide is in a vibrational frequency with many, many other beings whose consciousness never wavers for an instant from the deep appreciation and humility before the mystery of all that God is. The great delight of knowing that we live yet not as us, but our creator lives as us. This is as is. This right is here. the goal. This is the goal right here of this is my soul line goal. Yeah. To clear more and more unraveling of the ego. And I'm declaring it on a podcast. I'm I mean, it's so funny to think two years ago, I would have never have talked about God or spirituality or Christ consciousness or any of this stuff. And now it's become all that matters to me. Oh, I get it. <laughs> the only difference between being a master and being a student is that the master has mastered the art of always being a student. That is one of my favorite lines Think in about this whole that. book. Think about that one. That is one of my favorite, favorite sayings in this whole book. Read it again. The only difference between being a master and being a student is that the master has mastered the art of always being a student. It's always something to learn. Yep. So fascinating. Including the masters. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you and your experience, but all of my masters have master teachers and the master teachers have master teachers. A hundred percent. Yes. And I learn at the top. So like that's true for me if well, I that... look at my pedigree and all of those people learn at the top too. So it's like from the top down. If I, if my coach didn't have a coach, I wouldn't work with my coach. Exactly. Yeah. All good coaches have coaches. Absolutely. I've got like three. hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Yes. Desire, intention, allowance, surrender. What do you truly want? Are you willing to feel it and let that thread of desire carry you home? Can you remember to use time constructively by focusing your attention, by focusing your intention, by remembering yourself, by reminding yourself of what you're truly here for? You're not here to survive. You're here to live as the truth of who you are. Allowance is not passive acceptance of things as they are, but a recognition that there is something quite beautiful at work. There is an intelligence, a love that knows you better than yourself and is presenting you moment to moment with jewels and gems and lessons and blessings that something is weaving the tapestry of your life and nothing is happening by accident. Mm. Surrender. The cultivation of the recognition that your happiness can be found only in the submission of your will to the will of God. 
for your will has been to be in conflict and struggle and limitation. The Father's will is that you live without conflict, in peace and joy and fulfillment and happiness. It's called bliss. Bliss. Yes. We love bliss. My favorite B word. Yes. Humility. If you ever, if ever you wonder how to anchor your awareness in humility, stop what you're doing and ask yourself this question. Did I create myself? Did I create myself? No, absolutely not. I did not create myself either. You will know darn well that the answer is no. I don't even know when I was created. Something birthed me. What is it? Something birthed me. Something birthed me. <laughs> Love that. What is it? Totally a reframe on parenting conversation yeah, right here. Birthed something me. Something birthed me. Besides my mother. Well, and isn't it interesting that we're recording this on like Labor Day Eve? That's true. Yeah. Something birthed me. Something birthed me. Oh my good Lord. And we're being birthed right, right now, now in this moment. Right now in this moment. Totally. It's happening. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. That will bring you to humility rather quickly. Did you know how to give birth to a star? No. Did you know how to give birth to a leaf or a tree? No. Do you even know how to lift your hand from your lap? No. What then do you know? Nothing. I know nothing. Allow yourself to understand that you don't know anything. And in the state of divine ignorance, hmm. <laughs> you, will, you will rest in humility that finally allows your creator to move through you and reveal to you all things. Beautiful. Oh wow. Gosh. I know nothing. I know nothing. What do you know? Nothing. I know nothing. So, beloved friends, the way of the heart is that way which corrects perception and brings right-mindedness so that you are no longer the maker and the doer and the director. Your opinions will come to mean nothing to you whatsoever. And out of a grand emptiness, you will discover perfect peace. And life will bear you on its wings. And through you, life will express an even greater dimensionality, the exquisite and infinite love and power and creativity that is God until you swear that God is all there is. And there will be no place to find a trace of you. For if enlightenment is the ending of separation, how can there be a maker and doer? Can the wave direct itself? The ego is the attempt to do so, and it always fails. Peace then be with you always. Let peace pervade your being at all times. And know that you are safe in the love of God that arises from the great source of mystery and would move through you with every breath you breathe and every word you speak until you hear only that impetus of guidance that wells up from the depth of your being as a gentle voice that you trust completely and you will know the freedom that you seek. Mm -hmm. And with that, we indeed would leave you now. Yet we go nowhere for you already abide where we are. <laughs> trust this, know this, rely on this. And explore the way of the heart. And by such exploration, you will come to know the truth of love. Be you, therefore, at peace, beloved friends. Amen. Amen. This is such a beautiful chapter. And I love the, um, 
the acronym. Like I'm, my brain works like that. That yeah. I'm always playing word games. Yeah. And desire, intention, allowance, and surrender spells Dias. Yeah, yeah. Which is Spanish for day. Live the day it, you're in. Stay in the day you're in, uh-huh. and stay in the day you're in, and monitor your desire, intention, your allowance, and your surrender. I love that. Isn't that an easy recipe? Well, I mean, yeah, easy. Ha ha ha. Well, if we choose it to be easy. Well, if we choose to just keep saying, did I create myself every five seconds, every time my ego wells up, did I create myself? No. no. Then get over yourself. Right. And I don't know at all. And I don't know anything. And, uh, nothing. Yeah. Something knows it. <sighs> wow. This is a powerful chapter. It really was. Do you have any final thoughts or? I'm uh, honestly, you know, sometimes you can't make it up, right? Like, I can't make it up. I notice the signs, symbols, synchronicities of all of that. And I actually ask for that every day so that I can stay present to what it is and how it is what it is. Um, And be in the allowance. Because I am human. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pinch me. And um, no, I would just say no. I, I just appreciate the space and I appreciate everybody who's listening to this and I certainly appreciate you and I hope that you know that I totally know yes, that I'm living my appreciation out loud and that uh, feels really juicy well, you know I appreciate you <laughs> I know. too and I totally I appreciate know. whoever's listening even though we might not know you personally our 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 are together in the quantum yes with quantum Yeshua realm. and all mm-hmm. these other masters just going yeah Yes, and the juicy life we're getting to live. Yeah, this is beautiful. More to come. Thank you so much for today and like opening up in the middle of the exchange. I thought that was really, really beautiful and asking me. That's part of it, right? Like allowing the vulnerability of what's up for us in the moment to come forward and and say the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're on this path ourselves and we'll be forever, right? It's like forever. And next year when we read this book again, we'll read this chapter totally differently and be like, wow, I didn't even notice that before the first time. Yeah. What lands. It'll hear, we'll hear it differently because Mm -hmm. we won't be the same people. Yeah, exactly. Yes. All right, beloved listeners, we will see you next week. And next week's podcast is going to have some special guests. We'll be conducting an interview with two amazingly powerful souls who have woken up or are in the process of awakening who will share their story with us. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. It's going to be great. And these are our first guests ever. Yeah. And so there's something about like bringing other energy and actually it's the same energy just in a different package (laughs) yeah and that's part of what we want this podcast to be about is inclusion inclusion and having conversations with other people on the awakening process of because it's you know i feel like um as we climb i've said it before and use that analogy that as you climb up a mountain and you start to get higher and higher up up Mm -hmm. on the mountain when you come upon other people who are up on the mountain you're like hey how'd you get here what path did you take you know? Well, and what I love about that analogy is it's similar to the one that Carolyn Mays uses about how you can enter the building on the ground floor, but then you go up to the penthouse and you're having a completely different experience than when you were down entering the building. Totally. Yeah. So fascinating. Yeah. The, the air changes, the quality, like all of that. It's like you're able to be in the awareness of where all the shifts happen. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I love about what we're up to. You know, it's funny. Speaking of Carolyn Miss, I just watched a, uh, a YouTube with her the 
other day, a pretty new conversation she was mm-hmm. having. And I cracked up because she said she is sharing, you know how she gets on her little on fireness about things, right? Oh, I love how spicy and fiery she's she very is. spunky. And uh-huh. she was and she's talking about all of these spiritual teachers who are out there now with their whole need to be special. Oh. And that she's like, no one is special. Everything is ordinary. Everybody is ordinary. Oh, Everything yeah. is ordinary. Her new book is called something about ordinary. That's right. And I laughed. Yeah. I totally laughed because I was like, oh, that's just like the message, the lesson that God taught me with miracles. He's like, it's none of your business. It's ordinary. Yeah. You're ordinary. Everybody's ordinary. This is all ordinary. Yeah. We'll get with the ordinariness of it. So when you, because then again, then you step into that divine paradox of when you recognize that everything is ordinary and everybody is ordinary. There's absolutely nothing ordinary about it. Everything is miraculous. And therein lies the paradox. (laughs) Exactly. It's so fun. I think life is funny. Life is funny. And I think we're supposed to laugh through it and like find the humor in the thing. That's why my favorite word is and. Mm, yes. Because that's like, that's the paradox, embracing the, uh, the embracing of the paradox. It's all and. It's true. Yeah. And I, I love that. Oh, I really do. All right, lovely listeners. We will see you next week. Same place, same time. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. Be and well. Until then. Thank you for listening to We Woke Up Like This. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast. Oh, and don't forget to drop us a comment and ask a question. And go to wewokeuplikethis.com to join the Soul Awakened community. See you next time. Bye. Bye.